Damn, what is up, my internet friends? Welcome to Walking and Talking, the show in which I elaborate on the tautological nature of reality in ways that crucially implicate you and I in the act of creation for four-hour durations. Because this is a back episode which was originally shot as a video, you might occasionally hear me refer to something visual, but by and large, all of the important information is here in the audio. I am in the process of publishing all of these back episodes in this audio podcast format in order to offer you a more versatile and perhaps healthier way to listen as opposed to staring at the screen for hours on end. I'm not running any ads on this show, either here or on YouTube, so the only support that I get for it comes from donations. My goal is to increase the frequency with which I upload these shows, which would be greatly aided if I could start to offset some of the production expenses. So if you appreciate this show and would like to help ensure its continued existence, please consider donating at patreon.com slash benjaminbennett or via the PayPal link in the description. And without further badgering, let's get on to the Nothing Burger. And what is up, my internet friends? Welcome to Walking Talk, the show where I walk and talk. There's a number of thoughts that I could have started with, and the one that I started with was a description of there being a number of them. I will say, I'm concerned about you. I'm a little concerned about you. Just, uh, judging from the overall nature of the comment section. And I mean, if you, uh, which, you know, I understand that, um, that's not necessarily, uh, an even distribution of you who watch this. It's not fully representative representative of you the collective you uh, you know it's like the type of person that leaves comments on YouTube is selected for 
and and it's not all the comments but man uh when i look at them i'm like man the uh the future for the 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 generation that's younger than me uh i think it's got some major problems brewing for sure um merely judging by the the type of um attentional capacity and and just just basic thinking and you know let let alone something like empathy or compassion boy whoo wee Man, I can't I, I can't say that I'm envious of you you Gen Zers, cause man, how I mean, how the hell is the world gonna survive the cratering of your brains by uh, by YouTube and social media? How's this gonna How's this gonna pan out? It it doesn't seem like it's gonna pan out well. I guess I feel grateful for being in the in the generation that grew up without iPhones. I'll be able to talk to some people that can think. I'll be able to uh you know, at least uh, consider. I'll be able to consider uh, the the ethical implications of things that I do and say. To some extent. I'll be able to uh, experience the beauty and joy of being without being completely sucked into like a, a dopaminergic addictive you know media cycle thing at least to some extent You young, tender minds. You young, impressionable minds. What's going to become of you? Uh, I guess. I guess I'm. I'm just hoping that uh, the comment section is 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 just heavily skewed towards towards, um, you know, bullshit. But, uh, maybe I can, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get off of this. And, uh,
attend to the task at hand if I can and maybe uh, maybe try and practice what I preach walk the walk Well, I'm, I have some idea of what sorts of things I should say. Or, um, not that exactly, but I have some idea of a general, a general uh, slant, a general way of talking for a long time and at the moment I don't feel too articulate or eloquent or feel uh, like I have a clear direction at all. But that's pretty normal. That's to be expected. I gotta cut through the fog for a little bit, usually at the beginning. And uh, I'm kind of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe relax a little bit because, you know, noticing uh, the propulsive energy of my voice, it's like there's, uh, It's a, there, there's like a defensive posture or an offensive posture. There's an adversarial, there's a, mi there's a mildly adversarial posturing in my voice up till now. So I'm, I'm trying to lay off that a bit and uh, open up a little. And I can notice myself doing that physically. Um, even the, the mere act of directing my attention towards my body, towards my physical sensations, is leading towards that. And I think we'll contribute towards a less polemical way of talking. But... Uh, Maybe a little polemics is okay now and then. I feel like I'm starting from scratch again. Like I genuinely have the feeling of I don't I don't really know what I'm doing um, other than what do I have enough of a sense that this is a worthwhile activity and enough faith 
to uh, trudge through the uncertain, uncertain feeling. And to uh, feel the to feel a little exposed and uh, not necessarily doing something masterfully at the time, but um, that's not necessarily the case exactly. Like there is a, there is a sense of faith going on. And I don't mean, I don't think I mean like a religious belief, but, uh, but it's, it's founded on memory. memory of having done this so many times in the past and having it end up being such a meaningful and fulfilling experience completely inclusive of experiencing a large degree of doubt and uncertainty So I've been talking so far it's funny it, it occurred to me that the way I've been talking seems very self-centered just now which is true and um, it struck to me as not necessarily generous or or relevant to you yet like why uh, why do you care why should you care And it may just be a matter of time passing into this framework that I've placed myself of walking and talking uh, to really dig into it and for the, um, yeah, my default mode of conceptualizing myself and of utility and uh, my identity and those sorts of things what I base my identity on to uh, let those recede farther out of the present experience and so that we can dig in further to what What of value can we get out of this experience? My experience of walking and talking and your experience of viewing this. We'll, we'll figure it out together. I, f I feel some amount of confidence of this, that over the course of these few hours, I'll figure out, I mean, I won't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to figure it out as in arrive at a conclusion, but 
uh, what generally, what always happens is that I'll move in and out of feeling uncertain and lost and unknowing what I'm doing here. Um, I'll move through that and towards some kind of clarity and uh, feeling of, of well-being and purpose and um, gratitude towards just this very experience of doing this and of connecting with you. And another thing that's happening now that always happens is that I notice, I notice uh, the patterns of myself repeating themselves. This always happens. I'll notice myself saying something while ostensibly this is all off the, the cuff, extemporaneous talking. But at the same time, I'm, I just notice the, that it's very much an iteration of patterns of thought that I have and ways that I construct my conception of this practice or whatever it is and my own identity. And then I, I notice that happening and I feel a little bit embarrassed and alienated. See, I, I keep doing it, actually. I keep noticing it even as I say these sort of things. And uh, I, feel, I feel a lot of um, like, I feel a little bit like getting deeper into this experience of embarrassment of of realizing the inadequacy of, of what I'm saying and doing at this moment or the the problematic nature of it just the, the or in other words just the crappiness of it like, just feeling, feeling my own crappiness in this moment. And I've definitely learned not to run away from that feeling or, or really try to uh, avoid it. But, but to kind of dig even deeper into it. The experience of of man, I'm, so like this experience of like, I'm a shitty person, that sort of thing, or I feel like, I feel like an a-hole right now, or I feel kind of inadequate. Um, it's kind of how it initially manifests, but there's actually something of value, I think, embedded in that experience that, um, if you can be with it and, and uh, get and dig more into uh, the root of that experience, 
uh, you can discover something really renewing and valuable that that uh, is a truth that does transcend this this thought of I'm a shitty person or I suck or what I'm doing sucks or I suck at this sort of thing. There's, there's, in one sense, I do feel like I'm doing something kind of sucky with that I'm sucking at this. In one sense, and in this other sense, I think that this sucking is it's just one is one side of of something important And, um, but also that ultimately this mental category of sucking um, is, is not going to be important. I mean, it's uh, what lies at the heart of the, 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 uh, the more core kind of experience that lies at the heart of this uh, this kind of like web of sensation and feelings and emotions and thoughts that constitutes uh, this idea of this sucks or I suck or embarrassment that sort of thing and uh, I guess in this moment I, I feel ready to uh, let go of trying to continue and try to continue to explain and make sense of that thought because well I guess it's a sort of thing happened where in the midst of saying that stuff I uh, I felt more present, you could say. My gaze became a little more fixed on the ground in front of me, although it's hard not to be looking around. And 
uh, yeah, my attention became centered. Well, my identification moved away from the what I was saying and and even the train of thought. I moved away from it and and started seeing it as a train of thought that was something smaller than I. And I think that's continuing here as I uh, I'm observing a little more closely this act of speaking and trying to, I suppose, bring the speaking that's going on in closer alignment with what I feel identified with, that is, what feels like I at each given moment, but it feels, that feels not quite possible to achieve because what feels like I feels like this continuing It's like it takes a, uh, like it takes an, an action, a continuous action to, to like move more towards what seems like the real, the real me. And I feel, like I feel, I feel still a little bit alienated from what I'm saying because the, the words that I'm saying, I can recognize them, and, and the ideas that I'm expressing, I can recognize them as originating outside of myself in other people's ideas that have been expressed, um, like reading and listening to other people speak, um, and because of that, that feels... It feels like I'm not authentic yet. I'm just kind of uh, parroting something or at best some kind of mild synthesis of, of stuff as if what I'm saying could be fairly predictable and uninteresting to someone watching. Like it would like, it would actually be kind of uninteresting to me. Like, if I imagine actually myself watching this video, it'd be really uninteresting. But, of course, you know, that's because it's me. Uh, and pretty much all my walking and talking videos, I'm, I'm not interested in watching them. Um, other than to, you know, see how certain technical things worked out or didn't work out. Because as soon as I see myself on video saying these things and, uh, you know, representing myself so much, um, 
it's really, it's pretty alienating. I feel pretty, pretty embarrassed to see myself speaking because I'm like, that's so, this is so dumb. But it's kind of, it's kind of like, of, of course it's like that. But anyways, yeah, I get, I, I, like I'm going back to getting these, uh, these moments of feeling present, even though at the same time, it's like, I want to, I want to, I, I have a feeling like I want to get beyond even this idea of presence. Because that still, that still feels like an idea at this point. Like, why, why would I have to really name it and talk about it? It's like, uh, it's as if I'm trying to stop talking about things here and to just be, well, I suppose talking about talking itself to the point where Yeah, and it's, it's like it's being or becoming something rather than pointing at something, being about something. Oh, my camera keeps stopping by itself. That's a problem. I hope this technology holds up. Um, so, yeah, I'm continuing in, in, uh, to experience a kind of dissatisfaction, uh, or general, yeah, just kind of a general unsatisfactoriness of feeling like I need to get to a different place, need to get to a different state. need to get into some kind of flow and so I'm kind of remembering that when I when I feel like that there is an option to just investigate that feeling at a closer level so for instance once again, noticing the what uh, what physiological sensations are present, and and now when I do when I do bring my attention to that, uh, it does seem kind of, to kind of be be. Uh, stopping this unsatisfactory experience and so it's just like as I'm talking here being being more cognizant just of the physical sensations that are going on in a in a, a relatively continuous manner it seems like and 
and it's it's interesting because it does actually like in one sense these physical sensations demarcate say the boundary of my body and they distinguish myself from the rest of the world and they guide my body towards an equilibrium so away from discomfort and pain and towards the, what uh, towards my body's physical needs that is if I'm feeling thirsty you know that's a that's a function and the uh, the touch sensations are guiding are guiding me towards keeping my body intact and not falling over or stepping on a sharp rock etc but then on an at another on another sense in another sense I can also kind of experience, to varying degrees, this sensation kind of more purely as sensation when I'm paying attention to it. And that sensation being more of a a transference or a connection or connecting uh, bridging um, movement between what I would typically define as my body and the rest of the world And the more I can be with that, the more, the, the less, the less there's dis distinction of I versus the rest of the world. And the less this, this disequilibrious feeling of, of seeking seems to predominate. Although, so still though, as I'm saying that, interestingly enough, as I describe that, um, I'm still recognizing the description of that process as a, that whole that whole process that i just described 
or that activity of bringing your awareness to sensation, uh, I'm recognizing that in this moment also as being a concept. And you know, a mental, a mental framework that's dependent on a lot of other frameworks. One of which being the, what I'm calling a conventional conception of the self, as opposed to the rest of the world. Is that a tiny salamander? That's, a that's the tiniest, fastest salamander I've ever seen. Oh my God. I don't have the close-up lens, unfortunately. But that thing is just squinneling around like nobody's business. Do it again. I'll make him do it again. Just look for the moving thing. Boop. Wow. That is the, that is the tiniest salamander I've ever seen. Anyways. So, so much is the same in this, this video, it feels like. Like, I'm, I'm experiencing, I'm really experiencing repetition. I'm experiencing all this, the same sorts of feelings and thoughts reoccur that have been occurring for so many of these episodes. For instance, for instance, the, uh, the continual doubt of, like, the, the sort of efficacy of this, the worthwhile of it in relation to society, and you know, starting to judge the worthiness of this video upon the, the, the volume and depth to which people engage with it. So, for instance, thinking about the number of views, uh, and then, but then also Fearing that that the vast majority of those views don't engage with it in any meaningful way, other other than uh, you know a kid randomly clicking on some video that appeared in their sidebar and watching two seconds, making it making a dumb comment, and then clicking on the next thing in the in the sidebar and just like continuing on this loop of cratering their 
attentional capacities. I mean, I, I know that that's happening to a, a pretty large extent, as if the, uh, and that the, the amount of views that these videos get might be more of like just sort of an algorithmic uh, artifact than anything else. That is like the fact that because a lot of people have watched the videos on this channel, therefore it gets fed into the algorithm and shows up on people's suggestions lists and therefore more people continue to watch it and it having no uh, relationship with any actual, you know, qualitative feature of this film. No relationship with uh, any form of well-being being conferred. Uh, I could go more I could go more into that but I'm gonna I'm gonna let go of that for now and I suppose try to dig in more a little a little more precisely um, in just into uh, my own experience of of selfhood here in relation to you and to you and and uh, to kind of for the moment let go of more abstract narratives about society and so on and even even stop thinking about an entity like a, a collectivity for a moment and just kind of yeah kind of hone in on what exactly is going on in the in the very here and now there's still there's still what feels like a a difficulty or something For sure, an uncertain feeling, a. But uh, when I say that there's like an uncertain feeling, there's a. Uh, like my like my sense of identity feels increasingly. not on solid ground as we go here and not in a not a, that's not in a not a pleasant experience either exactly and that's coming that's coming right down to to this very moment 
and like the the uh, solidity and meaning of what exactly I'm doing in this very moment does not feel on solid ground. And just to put that in simple words, in, in simple words, rather, it's just a continually, a continuous feeling, a, a continuous question of what the hell am I doing right now? And I am, yeah, I am, I'm just, I'm now like noticing even more thoughts streaming through my head that I'm not expressing or that, yeah, thoughts and images of people, for instance, that uh, are kind of informing the way that I'm talking, that is, there are, are projected ideas of various people coming into, into my mind that I'm realizing are, are influencing what I say and how I say it. Or in other words, it's like I'm for a moment talking to to people, talking to certain people that I'm imagining. And I guess I'm actively kind of imagining some collectivity of, of viewers that I'm trying to talk to, trying to imagine you on average, which, ah, oh, like in, in one sense, Maybe hearing that might be alienating, but in another sense, it's like, I really actually want to talk to you, you specifically. Um, and I, I don't want you to uh, interpret that in like a, in like a schizophrenic way of, uh, or, or like some kind of solipsistic way, like, here I am just talking to you individually um, and and uh, like dis disregarding the rest of the world um, but in another sense in another sense it's it's like kind of freakily freakily true in that just in, in the sense that you, you're understanding what I'm saying now. And it's like the one, it's like the, the, the you that is able to pay attention here and to, uh, to be with me here and to comprehend what I'm saying. The you that is uh, willing to to pay this kind of attention to something and listen
It's like that's the only... That's the only person that I'm talking to. Because, you know, there isn't another that I'm talking to. Because they're not, they're not here. They're not interacting with this. Um, you know? It's just you. It's like you're, you're here hearing my words and understanding this. And it's like effectively, it's effectively this communication is going on just, just between us. Like you are, you're creating this. You're creating this. Um, although I still, I still feel like I'm not being completely genuine. There's, there's still something, there's still something wrong here. It feels like. I'm still, I'm still speaking in a, in a compromised way, in a sense. I'm still compromising. But this... Yeah, in times, this the suck feeling, the sucking feeling, uh, amplifies. The lost feeling, the... It's like um, I'm experiencing that really fully. But uh, but uh, not not allowing myself to get in like a like a physiological freakout loop, but just uh, hopefully just kind of continuing to metabolize that. Um, it's so it's so strange the relationship between what I'm saying and and my experience because I'm, I'm recognizing ways in which my mental framing of things impacts my experience. It's actually pretty major. Like as I keep talking, I keep recognizing the way that I mentally frame this experience has a my camera keeps freezing that's not good and um, I uh, I'm completely aware of the fact that me worrying about your experience and me worrying about myself um, can go into a feedback loop and, and probably is to some extent. To where it's, you know, it's like, you don't wanna, 
it's not pleasant for you to uh, watch another person suffering in any way. I don't think. Um, it's not pleasant. But uh, I do think it can be part of uh, meaning making. Just for instance, like, uh, you know, if you look at narrative arc in any movie or story, uh, there's got to be suffering involved. And then, you know, at the end of the movie, this, the suffering is, is made sense of retroactively. Except in that movie, uh, what's that? Funny Games? It's like, that's just like all suffering. There's some other ones like that. Uh, and those, I mean, a movie like that, I think mostly, uh, like, the main message that I get from that movie is, like, uh, I'm complicit in watching it, in, in, uh, manifesting the suffering by my observing of it on, on the screen. And it's like, it, it feels like that, you know, the right thing to do for that kind of movie is walk out. I, I feel like, um, you know, if I were honoring the directors. Message there. The thing to do is to walk out. Um, but I'm, I'm digressing. Uh... But this brings up a question. Like, you're here, you're still here watching this. Even though I, uh... Or listening. Even though it's not exactly pleasant at the moment. Despite the, the scenery, the scenery is, is quite pleasant. But, uh, like me, uh, me talking and expressing these, uh, feelings of self-doubt and embarrassment and, uh, lostness and, and whatnot is not pleasant. But, uh, if you're here watching this, there is, uh, for whatever reason... Curious to see what happens, where it goes, or how how might this difficulty be made sense of? How might it be rendered retroactively meaningful? You're interested in the difficulty of this. I guess. The challenge of uh, a long, a long ass video that's uh, not particularly sexy and not, not offering you rapid fire hits of 
pleasant neurotransmitters. Uh, unless, I mean, unless you're getting something out of, unless you've already kind of bonded me, uh, bonded with me uh, mentally and, and, you know, like neurologically, you, 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 you see me as a friend. Maybe I'm your friend and just inherent in, just by virtue of that, uh, there's some attachment and yeah, you feel attached to me and are, are getting, getting some positive feelings from that. But, uh, yeah, here I am trying to figure out, trying to, yeah, I don't know, trying, trying to kind of, I guess, I guess dissect all these layers of my experience and figure them out. I guess in a way that uh, is a little bit more, a, a little bit more autonomous and, you know, in, in a way that I, I hope should like contribute to my own autonomy and uh, independence and, and not be relying on uh, a lot of quick fixes to bring meaning to my life not be not to not to be reliant on for instance narratives of what a meaningful life is that i don't ultimately agree with because they don't seem sustainable moving forward Uh, so this is why, this is why I gotta, this is why I really gotta keep doing this and pushing, pushing myself to, uh, to like continue to cut through the typical notions of, of utility and really, you know, get perspective on, on all of these notions of, of utility and of value. And I think part of that, like the, uh, the uncomfortable feelings that fairly regularly are present towards the beginning of these videos are part of that process. Because I'm, you know, just kind of recognizing all these mechanisms that are making up myself and and uh, recognizing their emptiness. So it's like you know, I'm moving, I'm moving into emptiness. Where am I going here? 
and it you know and I, I'm continuing to like recognize the the repetitious nature of what I'm saying here um, I think I'm I think I'm walking past the zone where I've been before I guess it occurred to me that I guess it occurred to me that I'm going to have to get beyond the distinction between novelty and repetition. And it's like I I don't I don't think that I'm uh, honestly fully engaged in that mode of experiencing that uh is beyond linear time. But I have, an, I have an idea of that. I have an idea of an experience that is beyond linear time and that in, in which there is no distinction between, you know, repetition or originality or, or newness. Because both of those ideas are dependent on conception of linear time so I have this idea of non a non-linear experience that exists within a more linear framework a more linear worldview and it's there as a kind of pointer because it's it it descends from that experience, it concretizes out of that experience as a, a as a signpost. And I don't know. I had I had a mild notion just now that, in fact, let me straighten my back out. That's better. Ah. Straighten my back out, put my shoulders back. Just physiologically relax. Maybe I've been hitting the yerba mate too hard. Um, and then I, I'm noticing also just now physiologically, uh, I haven't eaten at all today. So there's a, you know, a physical feeling of emptiness starting to come on and recognizing that as, as a factor of this experience of moving into emptiness, I think. But all in all, I, I feel really welcoming of that, you know. Having the sense that it's time to empty out again. But I was going to say that I had I had some kind of vague notion of 
of the whole of like linear experience as, as being something that like somehow precipitates out of timelessness. It's strange, I, I, uh, thoughts come through my head that I get ready to, to say, and I become aware of the, the paradoxical nature of them. For instance, a, a thought came into my mind that that I feel as if I'm getting more comfortable with an emptier experience. And what I observed in that statement, a that it contains within it uh, a notion of, of linearity of time, of, of movement and becoming. And that aspect of it, like I, I, I kind of felt like to say that would continue to maybe perpetuate this linear feeling, but even in my saying of that, there, I'm, I have to admit now that uh, this, this desire for an experience of timelessness is in itself paradoxical because the desire for that manifests the uh, linearity the linear feeling the, the searching forward feeling And at the moment I feel, I feel, feel almost overwhelmed by the options of how to keep thinking. Both recognizing how much they frame this experience, how each thing that I could say is going to, you know, turn into the present and shape the present. And I feel, I feel an intense sense of the weight of that, the consequences. And that's in, in relationship to you as well. Recognizing, well, just, just being cognizant of this of this shared experience and freshly recognizing um, the preciousness of it in a sense the preciousness of this time that we are sharing together um, is 
is be is uh, making itself known to me strongly, and I feel I feel grateful for that experience. I feel I feel grateful to feel um, aligned and alive. To, to the the uh, the preciousness of of this shared experience, and that's kind of bringing me to uh, just a, a pretty profound feeling of wonder at just at, at the sheer phenomenon of of shared consciousness, of interrelating consciousness. It's like something that's like I it's as if I'm just like remembering how miraculous that is. The the fact that communication is even possible. And that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that feeling is expanding right now to, to seem to encompass the totality of my experience to, to the point where I'm just looking at the phenomenon of experience itself, that there is experience. feels freshly miraculous to me at this moment. And it's, uh, there, there's like multitudinous ways in that, in which that's manifesting. And it's like, for one, um, just the, the sensuous beauty that I'm experiencing now in, for instance, my physical surroundings, what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing and hearing and, and feeling, uh, just, the, just the mere reality that uh, so much like visual information and beauty uh, is, is, is present here. You know that 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 this is uh, being perceived, um, and and when I say that, as I started just saying it, it's it's not not purely in just like an objective sense, like all of this is like like the fact that this is like objectively in the world. Uh, like I can't I can't. I can think about that, and that's amazing. But also, just in the the fact that um, I'm able to perceive it, there's it's uh, you know that there's that. I guess it's I guess it's also kind of like the uh, we could call it. There's an objective knowledge, I suppose, an empirical sort of knowledge, 
of all the processes involved in visual sensation, uh, you know, this empirical concept of various wavelengths of light entering into these peepers and uh, being decoded by the brain into this experience and then and then that's that's kind of like the horizon of this empirical knowledge like where it where it turns into my subjective experience uh it's like the real mysterious part and so i'm i'm just kind of in marvel um uh, at, at all of that And I can also mention just like like the uh like the physical sensation of this air, this humidity, this fog, like how the way that this feels on my skin. The the mere the mere reality that like on on so looking at it in one sense, the fact that I could be in this environment and so comfortable, like this air feels so good, uh, is astounding. And of course, you know, it's it's one of those, of course it is sorts of thing, like naturally we, we naturally, maybe I gravitate, uh, well, humans, you know, we gravitate towards equilibrium towards environments that are conducive to our, our uh, physiological well-being and so kind of uh, it's, it's kind of like of course you know that's why people come out to places like this and hike on a day like this uh, but even like all of that of courseness is it strikes me as quite remarkable um the the whole like when i think about that the whole the whole uh just thinking thinking even just on the empirical level of like say i think of all the the biological and and neurological processes and evolutionary processes in, involved uh and even and also like the cultural um, factors at play of that just go into like you know propelling me to be here at this moment to be conceiving of yeah all the all the sort of like myriad emergent phenomena uh, that I, I can I can see as. Uh, having a, a confluence in in the here and now uh, is pretty amazing. And but before you know, before this starts to feel like you know totally solipsistic and, and narcissistic about you know, uh, like like uh, like feeling a profound significance at at uh, being exactly me here at this moment. Um, which I'm sure could strike you as, as kind of naive 
it's like also on top of all that um, the uh, the phenomenon of this communication that's occurring Like the the you and meness, uh, I feel like there's endless depths to probe into regarding that. I mean that it's that it's true that uh, you you are uh, really present in this experience in a in a really significant way. And just to sort of say the obvious that I wouldn't be speaking this way if it weren't for for your your viewership if it weren't for the possibility of having this communication And another thing is the, the the collective you that I'm speaking to is shaping the way that I'm speaking in a pretty special way. So, for instance, as I was saying earlier, there there were various you know, people flashing through my mind as I sort of subconsciously, you know, thought about their reactions and their judgments in hearing me speak and so kind of subconsciously perhaps tailoring what I'm saying or, or adjusting what I'm saying to to meet the standards of, say, intelligence or creativity um, or just compellingness or whatever that um, those standards that I'm actively kind of creating in my mind uh, 
in relation to my my projections of other people my understanding of other people and and so the the shaping the way that I'm shaping my words now the way that I'm speaking now to a broad collectivity I mean unfortunately it's limited to you English speakers um, aside from the possibility of, of doing the auto translate on YouTube which is a real a real possibility I'm not sometimes it seems to be working and sometimes it doesn't seem to be working um, I, I, I actually really hope for that to be working for the auto translate to be working and to be working well Um, even though it's it's probably still profoundly lacking, but um, recognizing for me the the value of like like if I if I am putting myself in this framework where I'm talking to a ton of people who I don't know. Uh, and my my speaking to be influenced in a way that's where I'm trying at least to make it as intelligible as possible, I guess, um, to a wide number of people. I mean, intelligible without sacrificing... Uh, you know the the depth that it has that it that it could could potentially have um, you know not not trying not to to uh, stoop down or sink lower uh, but having a value on on clarity in communication um there's also just the effect on the other on the other end that that has an effect on my thinking so my thinking is being shaped in that way uh, which allows me an experience of connection a, a broad experience of connection that that I mean kind of paradoxically enough uh, feels really special. So like one kind of communication that I might have with a good friend is is really tailored to that friend and we'll have all of our inside jokes and um, whatever kind of like sense of, of tailored uh, humor that just works between like me and a specific friend and but then uh, this other um, mode of speaking where uh, it's like trying to be as, as broad as possible but but having having the experience of at least potential connection uh, with something like more more global and uh, hopefully you know less less timeless or more more timeless i suppose 
which is made possible by this particular medium that this is, you know, goes into the future or it exists into the future. Uh, is something else that uh, I'm not exactly getting when I'm just talking to a close friend. And yeah, I don't know. There's so much, there's so much going on. Because, I mean, also present here is my own um, conception of uh, the trajectory of human life. And um, my sense that the only way for it to continue is in an increasingly in in a cre in increasingly collective intelligence and so uh i mean i, I guess i mean it's it's owing to the this conception that i have of of this trajectory that um also may is also a factor here in the way that I'm talking and and the the medium in which I'm engaging so like my decision to upload these long YouTube videos for instance There's a way in, in which um, I feel like this has a uh, potential to to be communicating to to um, a some some like future collectivity. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm really maybe this is just really whacked out speculation. But so I, I, I recognizing I'm, I'm recognizing the. accelerating development of artificial intelligence and algorithms things like speech recognition um, emotion recognition on on behalf of AI and I just feel I, I feel kind of connected by making these videos towards this particular uh, expression persisting into the future. A future in which um, I don't know it's it's uh, it, it seems questionable like to what extent, uh, like humanness and AI is differentiated. It's questionable 
to to what extent humans are individuated um, there's this possibility that um, human intelligence like becomes entirely transplanted onto a technological substrate and in that sense like there's there's a possibility in the future that uh, this video for instance could be perceived and, and the like like the length of it wouldn't be a hindering factor like you know a technologically based substrate is not limited to 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 uh, human scales of time You know, it could it can read this whole video in a shorter amount of time. It could comprehend faster. Um, and the but the way that I'm speaking about this is is, uh, is speculative and. And I, I am also engaged right now in in an aspect of human experience that um, I feel to be limited. And what that is, namely, is um, like the, the, the desire for Immortality. Ooh, garter snake, garter snake. What a beaut. Um, and I really believe that that desire is is based on on a, a fundamentally kind of like mistaken view of of reality and so like like just just let's see let's see if i can talk about this without too much reliance on metaphor um I mean, most basically, it's like the the desire for immortality um, relies on the, the perception of a discrete self that is different, that is separate from the world, and so, like, you know, we we can't stand the idea of the world persisting without our this self in it this self persisting along with it and so and so you know death death becomes a problem but uh it's i mean it's a, it's a mistake because like there 
there there's there's really there really simply is not a self apart from the world and and we can we can it's we can explain that in multiple ways even just on in on a logical level like you know you just ob observe yourself thinking uh which is something that you're that uh you you'll inevitably do if you do a thing for a long amount of time that is not distracted so you're removing yourself from like active uh interaction and distraction you know move like removing yourself from distracting devices and whatnot um take a long walk or something or sit down and meditate or or just hold still and and just or just just try to do nothing for a long time and you will inevitably be left with your thoughts and you will be observing with them you'll be observing them and you'll probably have an uncomfortable experience maybe not too dissimilar to the discomfort that i was describing towards the beginning of this video and i think that what a lot of what 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 the root of that discomfort is is um when when you when you observe your own thoughts is like the 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 uh the alienation from those thoughts because you you're going to inevitably notice yourself observing those thoughts and you're like oh that was that's that was just a thought before i was identified with it that thought was me and now it's like me is something else observing those thoughts and then and then like 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 i keep doing it's like recognizing those thoughts as originating elsewhere because you see those thoughts and it's like uh did that originate inside here oh no i i can you know i can actually remember somebody saying that or or if i don't remember exactly who said it i have an idea that that's that that uh exists in the culture you know like do you, like can you can you actually have an original thought can you actually have a thought that's uh didn't enter into you from an out from the outside from culture or that isn't um a synthesis a mixture of of thoughts that entered into you from the outside and uh like in your self expression <clears throat> like um uh it's so easy to look back at my uh my high school self um my middle school self especially and uh how how concerned i was with uh like my appearance um how i kind of express myself through the clothes that i wear and activities that i take up like skateboarding and how all of those factors are just completely determined are are just completely from the outside it's like uh and and then to go further than that let's it's like even even thoughts of like i'm going to i'm going to be original i'm going to be different uh that that being like a cultural attitude 
that you can see elsewhere and outside and it came into you from from somewhere it's like i you know for the life of me i can i can go on for 4 hours and and not find a self that's that's like originating everything that's that's not the same as the as the whole world and and beyond and i'm just talking about this in terms of like memes memetics um of thoughts of cultural attitudes of uh ways of of cultural ways of expressing oneself uh but it but it also gets to more fundamental things like your the uh physiolog the, the physical basis for your existence just as a as a human body uh you have all these needs you need you need a certain kind of water that's not contaminated you need certain types of food uh that that beca- that constitute and make up your body you need you it, it you need uh you know the right balance of molecules in the air just the exactly right thing you you know our our bodily existence is so completely dependent on this ecosphere in which we've evolved that it's like without without this ecosphere there's there's not there's no you there's no there's no humanness there's not even you know a, there's no biological basis for you there's 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 just nothing and you can you can just keep going on you can just keep like going through mentally like the the connect the the connections of everything how the ecosphere is dependent on uh the the, the physiosphere or like it's you know that the the conditions that led to the arising of our atmosphere and what we see as biology being completely connected to completely dependent on you know very particular thing that arose just um uh like like uh cosmological like um or or astronomical um it's completely relying on this the formation of the sun and the planets and you can keep going back and that being uh dependent on the big bang or or whatever whatever our current best understanding of the origins of the universe are this is all such a completely like dependent chain of arising um and so where where was i going with all of this uh this is this is kind of like trying to trying to convince you of 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 like the the non-discreteness of self but uh i feel like that was in service of something else i'm trying to remember what it was
Yeah, what the hell was it? I mean, I, I was talking about, um, oh yeah. Okay, somehow, somehow this related to like me talking about communicating with um, like a, a future collectivity. Okay, now, now I remember what I was talking about originally. Um, the, uh, the desire for immortality. And I was trying to explain how, how that desire uh, is based on kind of a, a misunderstanding of reality, I believe. And so, like, uh, so for one, yeah, it depends on this conception of an independent self that exists, yeah, independently of the world. And so, like, it's, to me, it's, if you look at it, um, that, that notion of the independency just doesn't hold water. If you really just inquire into into uh, the the codependency of, of things, the inter interlinking of everything. There's just not really this separateness. There's there's just yeah I don't know. Um, and then uh, and then it also. And so it's like if you th if you think about like if you try to imagine like a, a self persisting um, infinitely forward through time or even like very much longer through time it's like that doesn't even make sense because If we realize that what constitutes what we think is the self is so dependent on the outside and recognize that like every single aspect of of myself especially especially like my thinking, my thoughts, my my worldview is something that's completely dependent on a collective worldview that is that is changing all the time that is always evolving that cannot and that does not and cannot remain static so for instance like how long ago was it that uh monotheism was like kind of like the seemed seemed to be like the the cutting edge of our worldview, or, or the, like the, the totally predominant, the totally dominating one, or maybe uh, going back to uh, like animistic belief systems, and uh, how how recent a development things like empiricism are, and and also like just in 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 uh, my case particularly and uh, quite possibly in your case as well um, just like look at this the sort of combination of 
the, the combination of, of like stuff that composes like like you and I's worldview. It's like um, it's like logic and empiricism are are undoubtedly a part of that. I mean, even if you're like even if you're kind of postmodernist and you dispute that, it's like uh, I would argue that that still plays an important role merely in uh, in like just daily functioning of like you know getting in the car and the car works or like a, the plane flies uh, and and all of that uh, completely um, depending on empiricism and, and and logical and like you know a, uh, a scientific understanding of reality so so that being you know uh, a relatively new development in the world and and one that's obviously you know changing and always always changing and evolving hopefully i mean inevitably um despite missteps um and uh but then also like the the influence of like obviously there's uh a lot of like eastern mysticism um or eastern philosophy uh present here and, and an influence and like how um how recent a development that is in like coming and intermingling with the west and intermingling with uh and interfacing with uh, a scientific and empirical um worldview how uh i mean basically it's like the worldview that i am framing thing everything through it's like very, very dependent on this this moment in in history. It's 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 completely dependent on the, just like the uh, specifics. Ah, oh, should I do should I do the blue blaze or the white blaze? I guess they usually say. I guess the blue blazes are um, more scenic. I guess I'll do that. Um, just, just, just a meta observation on, uh, this video. Uh, I'm, I'm noting that I've, I felt very much in the flow of this video now as, as, as distinctly opposed to what I was feeling towards the beginning. And, uh, that's, yeah, just a, a significant thing to note, I think. Um, but I'll, I'll continue on with the spiel. Uh... So what I'm kind of getting at is that like the the self and every everything that composes the self like comprehensively is is of the is of the here and now is of a always ever changing here and now and the idea of it like persisting in the future just like does not compute it just does not does not make sense it's like the the phenomena of death is actually just like a, a totally uh intrinsic and necessary change and 
it's it's like you know it's 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 a changing it's like the it's like the aspects of self that one might think that we we need to like preserve uh into into the future and immortality it's like um it's like they won't even be relevant in a few years like my my worldview my understanding of this world like is not even going to be relevant uh i mean i don't know like like how long will it be relevant after i die uh and but like on, on to the extent that any aspects of my worldview remain relevant, um, those will persist. And uh, it's like, and, it, and and it's like they don't have to persist in like my individual self, and they can't. But through communication, you communicate with people, and it's like. The uh, I I feel that the most that that the deepest aspects of the self the the ones that like approach anything fundamental or timeless like those don't go away and they it doesn't matter if they're like embodied like in your specific self because they never they never were just limited to your specific self they're all they always were things that were shared between people and. And and uh, further and shared between beings and shared between all of reality, common to all of reality, and and not um, of a not of a uh, individuated discrete self. So if you you think about um, like ancient wisdom, uh, and you you. We very much do see ancient wisdom that's, that still resonates with us as being relevant and pertinent to this world that we're in. It's like that's, that stuff is, you know, that, that is the most universal and um, and timeless because it, it it is actually speaking to the timelessness and speaking to uh the uh the fundamental emptiness of of the individual self i think the stuff that it, the stuff that is you know most enduring but uh, like beyond beyond that Carbon County. I've never been here before. And so it's like, um, for me, what is like, it's in, instead of like, instead of trying to search for immortality, it's more like, um, it's more like just 
figuring out how to actually transcend time here and now. Because then you are, like, like you, you, you realize I mean, just in a really simple and basic way that, like, what 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 is superficial is is temporary, and it should be that way. What dies is meant to die. What dies must die. Could only die. But that what is fundamental, what's, what is really fundamental is, is unchanging and in a way is immortal because it, 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 it is uh, like an ever-present here and now. Let me just set you up for a second, then I'll take a whiz.
I think we're rough, roughly at the halfway of this video. Which means I should probably head back, but I want to keep going. I'm sort of at a point where the things that I'm saying, I'm saying, um, I can still recognize them as you know, origin not originating from me individually, and I can I can point to their the similarities and uh, commonality, I guess with things other people have said, yet at the same time, uh, I feel that feels like a good thing now. Like it's a, it's a feeling that makes me feel not alone. And, and it's, it's like a, a feeling of that, like coming of like penetrating through me. And what is that? What, what is that bird? Woo, 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 woo. Who cooks for you? That's kind of owl, right? Is that the is that the the barred owl or the barn owl? I forget.
Man, gotta get uh, gotta get Clint Corley on the scene because he does the best owl impersonations. He nails it. But uh, I guess let's get moving because I'm starting to feel self-conscious just being a being a body in the frame, being a body in the camera frame. I guess I'll keep going forward, even though it means longer walk back. Yeah, I don't know. The the desire for immortality really has to. I I think that really has to manifest from an anxiety of in the present. And that uh, that being totally intertwined with an overlooking. A, a, a mistaken of the nature of self but uh, I mean interestingly enough Like even in even that uh, identification with the the limited self, uh, 
that uh, that belongs, you know. That's uh It's not like the it's not like the universe made a mistake. With the emergence of people. I guess I'm uh, I guess I'm still here thinking about the relationship of you know the feeling of of individual experience and the whole keep thinking about that And there's all sorts of ways um, that I can kind of conceptualize that. But um, I guess what I want is to is to be having um, what feels like a uh, an honest experiential understanding of that relationship. And, uh, so maybe, um, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe there is some confused thinking about it going on here. But I think that a way that I can approach that confusion is, uh, just to ask myself, like, why, why am I specifically me and not some other? person why why you know why is my subjectivity seemingly located here in this place in this inside this body uh you know born to specific parents in a specific culture at a specific time huh what the heck uh And interest, yeah, I don't know. Interesting, interesting. Because I guess, I guess, contained in that question, um, that implies. I guess that I'm also thinking about this. I'm, I'm thinking about myself in comparison to an objective exterior world that includes all the other people and all the other times and places and other beings that I could have been, apparently. Um, and I guess I, I guess I know, uh, I guess I'm gravitating towards, uh, 
some kind of intuition that uh, my uh, even my conceiving of myself as individuated is dependent on my conceiving of this world as other and conceiving of like the multiplicity of beings and things and uh, I guess one one thing that just occurred to me that's interesting is is that say that the interesting phenomena that like you're able to understand what I'm talking about to some extent you uh like you might you might sort of at least understand the question that I'm asking this question of why is it that I'm here uh in this particular body as opposed to something else that I could have been born you know just you know born into Are you uh you can probably kind of understand the question in in you know in whatever way that you understand it and the fact of that is is pointing towards towards our our like codependent arising of our respective experiences so like um and you know and and it, it it includes both of both our individuation our specificity and our universality so let me let me try and explain that a little more clearly uh the fact that like i can say these particular words in this language and you understand these words to some extent you understand the language <clears throat> and so there's there's some shared aspect of reality going on right now holy shit i cannot get enough of this fog in this place holy shit you know i think i, I it's it's funny. I think I get to a high point on these rocks, and then then I see the next higher point. Like the so it's kind of like the the specificity of you, or at least aspects of your individuality who you are as a person is leading it, it you know contributes to you being able to connect with the specificity of my individuation and in this in that connection in that communication uh we're we are able to together um 
at least at least kind of like approach comprehending the whole, comprehending uh, the the universality, the the uh, <clears throat> total interconnectivity of you and I and of everything. So I don't know. I I feel like that's that's one sort of thing where I'm I'm maybe kind of like obliquely approaching the nature of of this relationship between the specific and the whole like the or or the one and the many or the the many and the one and i don't know it, I suppose in times when I'm speaking and and uh, like the my thought process kind of like silences a little bit or stops or uh, or I feel my awareness like kind of grounded in something that's that's less moving. Uh, I feel like I'm connecting. I don't like I like I'm. Uh, Like I'm becoming that uh, relationship or something. Becoming the understanding. Um, and I, I'm just trying to do that more at this moment. Trying to, uh, to... I don't know, I guess not allow the... Like, not allow myself to become totally identified with the conceptualizing process but also yeah but also you know being okay with that being the identity but uh i guess allowing that to be embedded within something that uh that transcends that or 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 uh being connected to uh that that which the conceptualizing and the linguistic things seem to be precipitating out of or uh, seem to be in like en enveloped in damn would you get a load of this I'm sure you're already getting a load of this I hope I hope you're getting a load of this man I'm glad I kept going forward Good gravy. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire.
But uh Yeah, it's funny I was about to say It does seem like there's um, a direction I can go in where I can experience more permeability. But then but that also uh, so like I keep you know uh, wanting to comprehend this idea uh, experientially to uh, to really see it and and not uh, not just conceptually to uh, be experiencing it. the answer to this this question of you know why am I me and not somebody else and then so yeah there's there's like a a kind of desire there but then also I'm wondering if, like, to experience that, if if I'm going to have to uh, let go of that desiring feeling. I'm also just completely overwhelmed by this place. I could go on and go on about like the the miraculousness of even just this very phenomenon of of being overwhelmed by beauty
I don't know. I feel like I can't say it. I can't say the answer. But the answer that I can say is wouldn't be the real answer. But at the same time, it's like still I can be talking and not be, I don't think be totally separate, separated from the answer. But I guess I can say that that I feel this um, incredibly strong sense of urgency towards orienting myself as directly as possible towards the the truth that is contained in that answer um, the, the the truth at the core at the heart of that question and that's I I want to say is like kind of fundamentally at the core of all questions I mean or it's it's like like the big question the big question What feels like the biggest question? I feel a kind of urgency to, uh, yeah, to orient myself as directly as possible to the center of that. And even though I know that I've felt this before and then uh, it temporarily seems to get clouded over um, by life and... like a relative what 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 I could conceive of as a relative fragmentation of that truth or uh being a little more swept up in in relative truths and uh relative and and smaller more fragmentary understandings of selfhood but I can say that on one hand and then on the other hand I can also see all of that as, as part of it. It's like, like nothing, like nothing is separate from it. 
and uh, to feel like like all of the past is uh, is kind of like reconciled in this moment that it that uh, I can cl- include all of it I can include all of the all of the pain and suffering and all the ugliness and all the meaninglessness as being enveloped in in this mystery in in a beautiful way And, and also, I guess, um, feeling, feeling, coming into some kind of alignment of, the, the ongoingness of, of the mysterious aspect. of what I can feel myself drawn to, what I can feel myself desiring. Like the, the, the feeling of, of desire being synonymous with the experience of incompleteness. But also having a sense that that feeling of incompleteness is actually a, a perfect expression of reality. Of that incompleteness, yeah, being, you know, something very fundamental of, of reality. And, and so, like, I want to say to you that 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 you are are like a, a flawed and imperfect and incomplete person, because because you are a an absolutely perfect expression of of the whole of reality. And. Like when I say, when I talk about incompleteness, it's 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 talking about the, the continuously emerging property of reality. that it's always becoming that's what that's what reality is and that's what you are like it's it's one thing to say 
that reality is always changing and, and you are always changing. But I guess even even beyond that, the the existence of a of a you of of an experiencer or experience or or of a world of a something like doesn't matter like existence at all and and when i say existence at all look at this look at this very moment and objective subjective, intersubjective, doesn't matter, all of that. That there is experience is, 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 com is uh, completely intrinsically like synonymous with with the the unformed aspect of reality the uh that there that there is an unknown that that there is there is like an unknown kind of like coming into being or or like an an exchange between unknown and known And uh, like like this is this is synonymous this is synonymous also with with um, choice with with um, the experience of having agency that so like like it's like there is a you like kind of because there's this possibility to change reality to to. Uh, like the, the fact that there's a choice and even even like going going beyond um like the philosophical question of like whether there is free will or not um even though I'm someone that that like I don't inherit I don't inherently believe in free will in 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 very much the same vein that I don't believe in like the inherent self but but there is kind of undeniably like the ex the experience of self and, and and like the the experience of and 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 by self i just mean like like the the grandest the the, the largest most encompassing and and transcendent understanding of self that that we have access to
Like that there is deniably something. There is undeniably experience, I guess. I guess, I mean, in, unless we really get into cessation, but even like, even, even there for, even for there to be cessation, there has to be something to cease. Even cessation, uh, you know, could again be considered a form of something. Whoa. Uh, whoa, yeah. I don't know. They're, they're just like... Like, there, there can't be just nothing. There can't be just nothing. Um, there could, there could never, there could never just be nothing. What the fuck? There could never just be nothing. Because, because even, even for there to be like entirely nothing, like no existence, no universe. Whoa! What the fuck? Like that requires, that completely requires. An experiencing entity to like you know project this idea of nothing like that like it, if if there's not an experience of nothing there couldn't be nothing you know what I'm saying I mean like we can we can conceive of that we can imagine that we can imagine that but then we're all what like what that entails is also an imagining the absence of imagining. Um, but at the same time, like that, there is kind of like there is kind of like a nothing aspect to reality. Because there, there can't be. Like reality can't can't uh, consist of like an entire an entirely somethingness. Reality can't consist entirely of substance. Everything not you know things cannot be like fundamentally substantial. Because, like, you know, it, if we let's do this thought experiment, it's like, like if if things were fundamentally substantial, for me, for me, that implies that implies a determinism that. Uh, I don't, I don't know how exactly, I don't know how exactly, like, I'm, I'm making this connection, but, like, for things to be, like, inherently substantial, that implies to me, like, th this, uh, kind of Euclidean understanding of space-time, 
you know, space of time being uh, just another dimension, another like like being one dimension of a, a four-dimensional space where things are determined and and uh, we're just like have a limited perspective of of moving forward through this uh, determination. And then in that case, uh, there isn't free will. There's only the illusion of free will. Um, and and there, there, there is no agency or like there, 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 there wouldn't be an even the experience of agency of choice um, of becoming. There, there wouldn't be this becoming because everything would be already. If everything is already. Because it's inherently substantial, everything just is, there's no becoming. If there's no becoming, there's no, there's no subjectivity, there's no consciousness, there's no experience. Because experience necessarily, necessarily exists in this nexus between s substance and nothingness, substance and emptiness. Uh, it, ex it exists in, in the becoming. It, it is the becoming. It is this like kind of like paradoxical relationship between something and nothing. It's synonymous with choice. Like I, it just uh, it, it compels me to want to, you know, try this thought experiment of like, okay, like, and and I guess like I don't know, walking and talking is kind of like an extended like long form like experiment into this of, of like of just like looking into um, choice. So like you know, it, it's like for an extended period of time, I'm like faced with choice like I, I could ostensibly say anything and I'm you know inevitably confronted with uh, with really looking at my experience and and uh, whether whether characteristics like free will and, and choice are real or substantial. And um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like they are and they aren't. So like, uh, like what on, what, when I start out, what initially seems like myself my agency, my, my choice making, like, um, as I go along, like, like I, I see through that, um, as not like originating in, in the individual self. So, so it's like, um, in that's, in that sense, like the, 
the we're moving through the the illusion of of separate self of separate individual self and um just having an experience that's more more connected with uh of of greater connect a greater experience of of connectivity of what is and and a dissolution of the self other dichotomy and you know talking about this you know second person like you and I that disappearing uh with with your understanding of what I'm saying as well as you and I's like dissolution of the dichotomy between like us and world us you know first second person third person those um distinctions disappearing as as we kind of like delve into this activity this experience uh And so, like, getting getting beyond getting beyond that kind of conception of free will as, as like being the, the individual autonomy, but but also like, but but still but still getting into like the uh, this like. Ex this experience of of like potentiality and like like i'm experiencing that really strongly right now like the like like the 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 experience of the the weight of the words and the thinking emerging and like like I, I'm beyond I'm beyond the period of like being bored by what I'm saying and and, and feeling it to be like rote and, and repetitive and not not fundamentally connected to to selfhood or or uh, like the living edge of reality or something and now feeling much more yeah much more connected and alive to the, this like this like emerging edge of reality like in in this moment and kind of recognizing that as as being you know like the 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 core of what appears to be the separate self and and in in that sense uh in that sense, like getting getting this understanding of <clears throat> the experience of 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 individuation as as being like so in, intrinsically um, so intrinsically linked uh, with with choice, you know, like like the like individuation being synonymous with choice synonymous with like the the experience of of agency being synonymous uh with with the like emergent becoming nature of reality at large being synonymous with the the, the connection between like like substance and emptiness of, of like somethingness and nothingness 
and and at the same time also like feeling feeling this this understanding of like the the speci the specificity of of like the here and now the specific of like me being me like specifically and like in this time and like the these the specificity of what i'm saying the thoughts that the 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 way that the the manner the specific manner in which what feels like a fundamental characteristic of reality is manifesting as these particular words or this particular way of speaking and communicating in this particular media format uh is 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 uh is making sense um Maybe I lost it for a second. Maybe I lost that understanding for a second. Maybe I drifted away for a second. I don't know, just like, like the, the, um, Yeah, get getting into a place where it's where it's it's hard to say because uh, it's hard to express. I mean, it's, it might be, it might be something like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, like, um. Words are failing me, but it, it, it's like something to do with like like individuation, and the 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 like limited experience of self of of feeling like I I am not all that is. So like like so like the, the experience of like I'm an individual in relationship to the rest of reality. Is kind is is kind of a manifestation of like just not of, of like 
not being all that there is. Of course. But but then like this uh, this characteristic of of not of not being all that there is. is also something like like fundamental to reality as in uh, that that's like weirdly enough i want to say like like fundamental to all that there is uh i almost find myself wanting to say that like all that there is like everything that there is is also not all that there is. And that that paradoxical statement uh just just being an expression of this the the continual becoming nature of things. Of of like the the omnipresence of the the emptiness the the unknown and unknowable part the unmanifested and uh my yeah, I don't know. My my experience right now is is of that is of that unmanifested aspect of reality, that unknowable part uh being so like oceanically vast in comparison to to the known part and uh like like feeling like this overwhelming desire to be uh what's What's the word? I don't know. Not just like oriented towards that, but I guess to just to, uh, ah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, like, like the, the type of language that, that Im implies like directionality and, and asp and like aspiration, um, or, or even desire or movement, like, uh, don't exactly ex express it. Like, so, like, for in one sense, I could say, like, the desire to, like, become that or to be that. But then, also, it's like, you can't not. Like, you always already are and already were. There was never a time when you weren't.
like on you know like it's like one like one side of it is like that we could call it like inspiration of um just just feeling really inspired to like uh to like be positively oriented towards uh life's mystery and uh I mean I like I, I could say like like the sacred but maybe maybe like what feels like a better expression to me is yeah I don't know like they're like profoundly mysterious uh aspect of, of existing so like on one hand like like so like that inspiration kind of implying like an agentic uh aspirational like orientation so like that's like or sort of the intuitive feeling that like you know I want this experience to to be like informing my life I want I want I want this experience of being profoundly connected to unknowing to be informing my life um, in a way that where I feel like connected to like the the miraculousness of of each moment but then uh what this understanding also points to is is that like there's there's nothing apart from that there's nothing out there's not an outside of that <clears throat> even though as i say that it's like also kind of kind of there is also you know it's like in there there's in, there's there's a sense in which like that that it this understanding like seems to dwarf other concerns it seems to like dwarf selfish concerns and and make those concerns seem like like a waste of life and then and then another aspect of this understanding that that points to like all of all of those those relative or selfish concerns also being manifestations of this very thing that uh, that we're experiencing, and, and and them like having a place like in reality, also being manifestations of it, and so in in that sense like that uh, that not really applying something you know agency so much or, or or even like uh preciousness of life when you realize that like everything that is is an expression of that right it's like you can't you can't in, in some sense it's like you can't not be And so it's like, it's always, uh, 
this this ongoing paradoxical nature of existing always ongoing On that note, let me let me leave let me set you up here and I'll I'm gonna exchange fluids. Not with you, but with the world. I'm just gonna stop and start the video just in case the camera crashes again. I mean, <clears throat> just uh, oddly enough, In relation to uh, just to reflect again on my my feeling orientation towards <clears throat> say the worthiness of this video it's like I'm at the point where uh, this feels so uh, in intrinsically important to me, worthy to me, that uh, it's like I don't even care, in a sense, uh, about the viewership of it, and yet, at the same time, um, just recognize, recognizing, like, how intrinsic the viewership of this is in... <clears throat> this experience. So we're still sort of in the paradoxical zone of like our, you like, you know, you and my experience being really in interdependent here. And in this moment, like the emotional valence of that being extremely positive. Uh, and also, yeah, just if if I'm if I'm trying to like 
even try to expression try to express like uh the the uh the aesthetic experience that's it's brought upon by like you know these rocks it's like uh a long string of expletive expletives uh wouldn't begin to convey the beauty Like I could so easily get all double rainbow on y'all. For you, uh, for you old timers. For you old timers. Little reference. Or is it triple rainbow? Is it double rainbow or triple rainbow? Wow, a spotted lantern fly just whacked the back of the camera. Yeah, I think, uh, I think this is about where I'm going to turn around. Damn. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm recognizing, like, if I go a little bit further that way, I'm going to hit another section of the trail where I've been in past times. Wow. Yeah, it feels great to, like, make, make these map connections. And there's, uh, is that the mountain ash or is that the, the red elder? I always get them confused. Let's look, let's, let's, let's figure it out. I think if I look closer at the berries. Yeah, I think it's the, I think this is mountain ash. Or is it the elder? Damn it. It doesn't matter. Let's not get let's not get distracted about things things and stuff. Let's stay on topic.
let's uh you know let me let me let me try and not you know just completely lose track of uh the uh inspiring stuff that I was just spouting off but on on one hand it's like uh when I get to this state uh it's like the uh the multitudinous world of the many uh just becomes so compelling and interesting and exciting and like just for instance uh every little thing that i see here it's just like seems to be expressing so much beauty that it's if it's if i could just like zoom in on any one of these rocks or any one area of this rock and uh like experience this like unlimited potentiality of complexity of experience you know uh just the the uh the the kind of like you know fr fractal fractally uh quality of just the potential visual information that's here like looking at all these lichen spots like i i you know i just know that i could just zoom in on any one of these lichen spots and like there would be uh these evolving you know scales of of perceptual experience they just don't quit they just don't it just don't doesn't stop holy shit um and so Yeah, I don't know. Like, like when I uh, when I have have gotten to like what I'm kind of experiencing as like <clears throat> some kind of like edge of my overall understanding of of reality. Like, like going going to the growing edge, the emerging edge. Of my own kind of knowing. Or kind of like getting. Getting closer. To the core of my experience. You could, you could word it that way. Uh, from that vantage point. It's like I have this this uh such a potent experience of potentiality that it's like that can um it feels like that i can like there's the possibility of like releasing that potentiality onto anything like just to just to you know i just have this potential to get uh just to to like freak out in excitement over and enthusiasm over over anything you know like 
you know, like just like a, a tiny example, just like get, getting interested in that plant and being like, is it an elder or is it a mountain ash? Uh, so, so just like this, this, um, what feels like this big, this big old potential to be interested in stuff. And, um, like, God damn, these fucking rocks. I just cannot get an, you know, I could never get enough of this. I could never get enough of this. There's, it would be, it would be impossible ever in a lifetime to like, you know, ex to get the, the, the like total experience of all of this. Uh, I guess, I mean, I, and, and that's, that's reflective of like the idea that like you can't have a, like a, a complete experience, but that experiences itself is by nature always incomplete. And that's why it's, that's why it's experience. That's why it's experience. If it were complete, there would be no experience. Bullet, you know, I, you don't have to believe me, but just like, I don't know, in, investigate that s statement and see if it rings true or false to you or, or, you know, how it resonates, how it relates to your ex understanding of experience. But like, so, so paradoxically, it's actually like the more, the more intense my experience of say like this environment, this particular place, the more, the more vividly that I experience this, I'm at the same time experiencing just as intensely like the, uh, what I'm not experiencing about it. Like the fact that I'm not zoomed in on this lichen spot and that lichen spot and like all of the, the granularity of these, uh, conglomerate rocks and like, you know, looking through my magnifying lens, which I forgot today at the, the, uh, grains of the quartz crystals and all of that. So it's like the, the more, the more vividly I am experiencing something like the more completely I'm experiencing something, I'm also experiencing the incompleteness of it. Like just, just as vis vividly. It's just all intensified, I guess you could say. <clears throat> and so like, I, I associate this, this, uh, potentiality to like, uh, to gravitate towards the particular, towards the world of the many as, as a efflux is a word that I, that comes to mind that, that, uh, coming from, uh, Plotinus, efflux meaning just like, yeah, like the, the, the proliferation of, of the many, the particular the individuated as opposed to the reflux which is like uh, you could call that ascending towards the one or the Plotinus is one or the unity of all things 
and which for me i'm i'm strongly as associating that towards with uh i guess in this case See, you can't really swing a dead cat with it without hitting a spotted lantern fly around here. Boink. I guess I'm associating the one in context of uh, this communication as uh, being that digging down of, of things of uh, of experience that that kind of like re like reducing um, reducing experience to like my my own my understanding of it and experiencing of experience uh, as being at, at its heart this this paradox or something I don't know I didn't say that very well um, Of, of like, of seeing what I could refer to as fundamental to all of experience, I guess. Like, whittling it down to, uh, whoa, all of a sudden I noticed the fog is all gone. The fog is gone. Whittling, whittling it down to um, the the becoming nature of reality. And so uh, that's that's kind of to say, like, when that occurs, then then there's uh, this gravity towards effluxing, towards enthusiasm about things, enthusiasm about stuff and 
the relative aspect of you know being who I am and having the life that I have etc or uh, or just yeah and not just in that but also in <clears throat> the multitudinous manifestations of everything all around. Seeing the beauty in everything. And, uh, appropriately enough, it's like, that's when I, you know, I'm, I'm physically just returning to, uh, like the, you know, my normal, regular life. Hiking back to my car. In a way where I'm, uh, where it's, it's like, like it, it's, I, I feel so primed. to experience life with gratitude and uh, so you know accepting of what what might what would be problems that uh, I feel like can be summed up in the kind of fundamental problem of death and so you know feeling at least a, a more like kind of emotional acceptance of death and like with that extending towards 
the other things that feel like problems because I'm able to understand all of those, all of that as, uh, you know, all of, all of problems as also being perfect expressions of reality, being perfect expressions of the becoming nature of things. And, uh, you know, this, this has such an optimistic valence to it, uh, what I'm saying now. And I also understand that this will kind of fade and, uh, you know, the, the, the emotional high will, will fade and... One of those buggers just went right in my ear. Um, and that I, you know, I will be having a relatively relative experience of, of you know, reality. And, uh, and then probably will emerge like the, the kind of mounting feeling that I, I need to go make another walking and talking video. And uh, the cycle continues.
And uh, <clears throat> so it's like I, I feel very emotionally at ease right now. Like distinctly at ease. But I'm going to keep talking. Well, I mean, of course, because it's it's a, a component of the, the framework that I've set for myself. But to, uh, to recognize the value of that framework, I could talk about it as, as being kind of a manifestation of like, uh, you know, back there when I was, you know, up on the mountain top in more ways than one. Um, still kind of on top of the mountain to be honest uh, and talking about uh, the the inspiration the inspirational aspect of that experience of uh, you know feeling feeling compelled towards this uh, desire to to remain connected with the the fundamental mystery of life it's like don't uh, so so it's like kind of compelling myself like not to um not to fall back into a comfort And so even not to not to just like fall back into the, in the, the comfort of like a positive feeling and and to be like to with like to not to not kind of like indulge the narrative of like accomplishment you know because if I actually investigate that it's not true it's not like I've actually accomplished anything or or that even like the the notion of accomplishment uh has any fundamental substance to it um and and so by continuing to talk here in this situation uh, helps 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 me steer clear of like solidifying, you know, like solidifying my framing of this experience into uh, well something as solid like like an accomplishment or or something good because that that would actually be a reduction of it, a concretization of of it. And in doing so, concretization of myself and, and therefore kind of a, a betrayal or, or a defection on what is important to me. But by, by continuing to speak here, it's... Uh, I feel is is con continuing to kind of manifest 
or or uh, yeah, I don't know to to like remain aligned with this uh, becomingness, I guess you could say. To, yeah, to not like, to not let experience in a verb sense solidify into experiences in a noun sense. Um, and on the same token, to not let, like along with that, like what goes along with that uh Conceptually, so like conceptually, like you, you know, you're concretizing something that doesn't have substance into like an object of thought. So, like, you know, I had a great experience. Uh, you know, maybe that's maybe that's not inherently bad or anything, but like, <clears throat> what goes along with that, I feel like is also a concretizing a concretization of um like physiological experience that and and, and let me uh explain that a little better it's kind of like like while I while I continue to talk here um it's kind of like I, I'm naturally kind of directed towards uh, being being present, and I mean maybe it's just a result of whatever process I've I've kind of fostered here, but it involves being present with my physical sensations, and when I when I'm really when I am really present with my physical sensations. <clears throat> It, it would be, it is like reductive to, to say, it is a little bit reductive to say like, that I feel good or bad. Um, or maybe, maybe it's not, not totally reductive, but, um, to like, to, to kind of like valence my physiological experience as as uh, just like positive or negative is not as as true as it could be. Because like at at the core of that, it's it's all it it still is all changing sensation. And like. To, to kind of like to kind of like start to, to start perceiving my emotional reality as as being um, this more solid identifiable thing like uh, like just good at, at the expense of actually being present you know because then then it becomes like a little bit of an idea. It becomes more of an idea of, of feeling good. And, and that is like, there is kind of like a conceptual 
aspect of that. I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm not going to say that good and bad emotions are, are like just entirely like uh, mutable by your, by your thinking. Not, not entirely, but uh, if I, if I only reduce it to th this idea, like I feel good, like I feel good now, this narrative, like I feel good now uh, because I made a good video or I, uh, you know, I had some kind of breakthrough with my thinking or something like that. That's, it's, uh, I don't want to do that because it's, uh, it's, it's not as true as it's because it, it is reducing things to ideas. And then I'm like identifying, I'm just identifying with those ideas and like falling into solidity and concreteness at the expense of of being alive to uh, the actual what what is actually important what is actually at the core of experience it, it would be it'd be missing the, this the continuous becoming and uh, that's why that's why I just as much as possible I, I stick to this format of continuing to speak for four hours because it's like it's like that's a, a length of time in which I'm kind of um, I'm kind of that framework like kind of directs me within that time towards uh, towards like observation rather than rather than like resting on on calcified ideas and conceptions And I guess, um, like there, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, there, there is always, of course, like yeah, it's interesting. Like I was gonna start talking about like how, uh, like, like necessarily, it's like there is an aspect in, in which like this experiencing like does kind of become concretized in a way. If we think about it as that, it's like, you know, it becomes these videos that are uploaded and that uh, we can refer to as objects in the world. Um, but, but also I'm recognizing that I'm kind of doing, I'm just kind of like doing that now, that I'm, I'm enacting that now, that I, I am, I'm conceptualizing of these videos as objects in an external um, objective world at this moment and that that's that's kind of an that's kind of an option that's kind of optional
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's like um, if I if I start to conceive of like say like other people doing this this concretized thinking, uh, which is it's very easy to do. Or even, in, or even like viewing myself as an other, like saying, projecting like my future self or remembering my past self as like, oh, these other versions of me have been and 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 may be engaged in uh, in more concrete operational thinking. Um, And, and like, kind of posit that as uh, the alternative to what I'm ostensibly engaged in now, as as being a, a process of of, of moving, a, a process of of thinking in a a process of like uh, opening up, opening up experience inclusive of of verbalized thinking to to uh, a, a much less solidified experience of reality into into uh, like being being more uh, in more alive to unknowing or, or something like that, but but at the same time, uh, so like I, I can I can do that mentally, but uh, I'm also doing what I'm decrying in that mental action, and that I am actively creating and engaging with objects of thought, and those objects of thought being like other versions of myself or other people. Or, you know, their objects of thought that I'm I'm projecting into their minds with that which I'm projecting at this moment, and so it's it's kind of like, uh, yeah, as if there is the option here, if I want to like always be seeing the root of. what I'm seemingly moving against in reality or what I'm, I may be implicitly decrying to, to see the root of that as based in, in uh, the, this experience right now and there being the option to to not manifest that and then and then, and then you know as i as i as i think about that 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 seemingly seemingly in this moment there's this option to 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 stop creating the world 
to stop manifesting the world. Uh, there's uh, there's a way there's a way in which all these like like all of this this, this uh, projected world we'll call it uh, is also seems to be included in the alternative to that that is if I if I posit this possibility of Cessation, we could call it the cessation of like manifesting solid world from mind. Just like weird, weirdly enough, uh, it's yeah, it's kind of like a, as as if like that manifest world is is necessary is like a, a necessary referent for this other that I'm talking about. Like the, like the manifest world is like a, a necessary referent for something like cessation. Or something like, um, like mind, like, like the, the, the notion of mind creating world. Like I can, I can, I can, I can posit that, you know, mind creates world and, and have, have a real experiential understanding of that. And, and of, of the altern, of like the alternative experience of, you know, subject object. The, the, the alternative to subject-object experience or, or uh, you know, the alternative of, like, um, inhabiting the, a, a worldview in which external world exists. But, but it's, it's, like, still, still... Um, world world becomes an, an an intrinsic referent for that it's it's like it's uh 
it's the opposite that's needed for sensation. It's like like the uh So yeah, like we have this idea of uh, non-dual understanding, but non-dual understanding is also one part of a dyad, the other part of which is dualistic understanding. And uh, I guess this, I guess maybe this all sounds kind of theoretical or kind of conceptual. But I, I guess for me it's also it's also shaping shaping experience. And, and, uh, in that line of thinking, I mean, well, not even in, in that, it's a line of thinking, but, uh, in that spirit, uh, I can't, I can't say that I am completely confident about uh, the the mind creates world view as, as being an ultimate truth. I mean, and feeding in with that, like there's there's a little gap back there where I wasn't talking for. A few moments and in that moment uh, a, a, a string of thoughts came into my mind about like what should I eat after this 
where can I find some food? And of course this having a strong relationship with my present physiological experience of getting hungry and uh, and so just just my acknowledgement that I uh, I'm not sure if I could willfully just kind of like continue doing this to indefinitely without thinking about food without without food appearing in this in this consciousness as as a hard reality you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying you understand you get hungry Maybe, maybe to some extent you can, you can distract yourself from that and not think about food for a while. But it's going to be an increasingly encroaching reality. And it's, it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a conceptual reality until it becomes manifest as a physical reality. You know what I'm saying? Until, you know, you're going to be thinking about it until you actually find some food and eat it. Uh, I guess I guess the other option is is just like you know stop eating and die. As uh, some kind of demonstration to commitment of the mind before world position. Yeah, just like I don't know. I guess I'm just acknowledging the other the other side of that coin where it's like this this uh human experience and, and this this complex um shaping of consciousness. This the specificity of this form of this this shape of consciousness. We can also see that as an emergent, uh, you know, this emergent, evolved phenomenon, like from the world up, from objective physical reality up, and uh, I, I can't, uh, I can't like, I can't throw out that side of reality either. But, I mean, we, we talked about that earlier. I think, actually, uh, 
now that I think of it, like when I was probably in the same spot walking the other way. Oddly enough, talking about um, the the dependence of of selfhood, of this human experience that we're having, that and the uh, the particular experience that you're having right now as being uh, so intrinsically and fully dependent. on culture, on human evolution, on biological evolution, the ecosphere, the physiosphere. And then I can I can do the I can do the opposing move and be like, okay, well, all of that shit that I just said right now, that exists in mind. Those are all concepts. When I, when I talked about dying, that's also a concept. It's, it, is, it is a concept. As we, as we explained in detail, we explained in detail earlier in this episode. The concept of food as being something separate from my body. That's also, you know, a manifestation of, of a, a conception. Uh, so, I don't know, yeah, it could, it could keep, I could keep, we could keep going back and forth. And, I guess maybe ideally, I guess maybe ideally be able to transcend into the, the, the transcendent and inclusive truth that includes both sides of this, this apparent dichotomy. yeah I don't know keep keep becoming thanks thanks so much for uh, sticking with me here I I mean just thanks thanks for any amount of your attention I don't know, I feel like, uh, like whether I'm having like uh, a conversation with other people, another person, or, or just here, uh, in this monologue, um, 
there's there's still the same the same like ever ever present incompleteness ongoing the 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 always you know ever 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 moving conversation between substance and emptiness and uh yeah i don't know like um I feel, I, I feel, I feel, I very much feel like all the ways, all the myriad ways in which this, this video is incomplete. And, uh, it wouldn't be entirely true to say that, like, uh, I feel awesome about that. Nor that, nor that I, I uh, think that that sucks and is is terrible. It's neither of those things. Um, and it's like there's there's one there's one urge for me to uh, say that like I, I'm I'm ready to like at the moment I'm ready to like feel feel satisfied with this ongoing mystery or feel feel satisfied with the uh knowing that there will there that the the knowing that there's always unknowing unknown unknown unknowns feeling uh like I, like there's one urge to feel feel content to or to to uh express that express contentment with um the, the the perpetual the perpetual like uh non-contentment of of existence uh but i want to I'm, I'm not going to exactly do that uh I think I think I'm most simply just going to end the video because I'm kind of guessing that I shot around four hours and not try to summarize it summarize anything uh, other than to say bye.